0: we want to try to break even with new customers that we're bringing in within 30 days. And that allows us to go and spend more to get more of these customers. I think the issue is if you try to wait too long or you say, Hey, I think I can get paid out in three months or six months, I can break even. It ends up being a lot of risk to your business. And if something goes wrong, if a big crisis hits and you have to scale back a lot of your spend, then you're in a bigger hole than, you know, the thing that you bargained for. So getting paid back quickly, or at least getting to break even quickly, allows you to take on lower risk and scale the program more.
1: What is up, you beautiful bastards? It is your boy, the YouTube Roastmaster, aka Rob. I Can't Lose, aka No Kagan. In today's episode, I talked to Nick Christensen, who is our head of customer acquisition at AppSumo.com, the number one marketplace for entrepreneurs. Nick runs our affiliate marketing program, which generates eight figures in revenue for the business each year. If you've ever been curious about affiliate marketing as a channel for your own business, then you are going to love this episode. I don't even know why we're sharing this stuff. It's good. Uh, But in this conversation, you're going to enjoy three gigantic things. Number one, how does AppSumo generate over eight figures a year through affiliate marketing? Number two, how to start an affiliate marketing program for your business, regardless of the size? And number three, how do you actually scale an affiliate program? Enjoy those three things, plus a bunch more your nuggets along the way. Before we dive into the show, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com okdork. I do exclusive office hours for gorgeous viewers just like yourself and insane giveaways like we gave away my Tesla. Also, go subscribe to the AppSumo.com newsletter if you are looking to start or grow a business or if you have a course, book, or software, go to AppSumo.com slash tools marketplace and submit it. We've paid out over $500,000 to creators just like you. Also, special pre-show shout out to listener Ben McNeil from Australia. Hey, mate. He left a review saying, I really admire what what is happening on the show. Thanks for the great actionable insight. Ben McNeil, I hope we can have a point one day, mate. Uh, Thank you for your feedback, and I appreciate every single one of you listeners. You guys are amazing. If you want a shout out in a future episode, I'd love to call you out. Leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. I check every single one of them. Today, we're going to talk about how AppSumo generates over seven figures a year through affiliate marketing. Today, I got Nick Christensen with me who runs the program. Nick, give us some of the stats. Just tease us right now with like, why this is so interesting.
0: Yeah, like you said, this year, we're, we're going to do high seven figures in revenue on pace to we'll do eight figures next year. Uh, it's our second biggest acquisition channel at AppSumo. Over 2,000 active affiliates, though, so, very successful for us.
1: Dude, that is huge. So you know, when I think of affiliate marketing, I think of scammers. And what we're going to do in today's video is we're going to show people how do you get started, especially if you're small, to how do you actually find these affiliate partners and not the scammy ones? And then three, how do you scale that to become a seven or eight figure channel for everyone's businesses? Like, why are you so bullish on it? And then we're gonna dive right into it. Like, why are you so bullish on affiliate marketing?
0: Ah, uh, a few reasons. I mean, I think it's different than a regular paid ads channel because, you know, like I've seen in Facebook and Google, everybody's seen this, your CPCs go up, it becomes harder to get new customers, uh, more expensive, more competition. And ultimately, other ad re- networks are dictating The price of your advertising whereas affiliate marketing you control it
1: that is awesome i think one of the other things that's kind of cool is that you don't really have to pay unless they bring results
0: exactly exactly much more of a pay performance model
1: why do you think affiliate marketing has such a bad impression like because whenever i think affiliate i just think of like shitty banner ads and scammers and all these kind of people i hate
0: yeah i think that's what it has been man i think it's there's been a lot of spammers there's a lot of fraud and there still is but there's also a lot of good stuff too
1: I think there's also this interesting mix between influencer marketing and affiliate marketing, which they're kind of blending. And I think a lot of our success, as we'll talk about coming up in affiliate marketing, is that we have mom bloggers and we have these famous YouTubers or famous Instagrammers. And there's a lot of different famous people that are doing affiliate, but you wouldn't think of them as someone that of questionable. They have total integrity. So let's jump in. So if someone's super small, how the hell do they get started? Like I, I got nothing. I got a site. Maybe I'm like at the e-commerce site or a SaaS business, and I'm making like, you know a few thousand or a few you know hundred thousand a year or something like that. Like, how do I get going?
0: Yeah. Well, our motto here at Sumo Group is test and invest, man. We do this for everything, and this was true for the affiliate program as well. And we started off super small, didn't know where to start, and had a, a very small affiliate or a referral program with King Sumo. So that's how it started. That's how the affiliate program got started. We found that a lot of people were successfully referring AppSumo products and. We're asking for money instead of credits. So it actually came from the referral program that, that was very easy to start and then evolved into a tool called iDev Direct, which was the start of our affiliate program. We started paying these people money and you know it was only a couple hundred dollars a month that we were paying for this program. And, and eventually as it grew and we had more demand and more complexity in the program, we switched to a program we're currently on called impact.com. And yeah, that's what we're using now.
1: By the way, if anyone's out there that wants to be an affiliate and make money selling AppSumo products, we'll put the link in the description uh, as well as the show notes uh, that people can go do it. And the sites that he just mentioned were kingsumo.com, idevdirect.com, and impact.com. And I think the one thing I want to highlight there is that we started super rough. Like we just used our own thing that we've built, which is free, kingsumo.com. We saw that it was driving some revenue. I think now that it's been four or five years of doing the affiliate program, now we're pending you know, five figures a year to use more you know, premium software. So someone gets going, right? So someone sends out an email to their audience. Even if you don't use software, you can email your audience and say, hey, I'm going to give out a referral and just CC me, you know, anyone new. And you could do that in any single business. But how do I find these affiliate partners? Like, What are some of the ways that people can go? Because I think the software is the easy part. It's actually, how do I get the people to drive this business for me?
0: That's the hard part. And I think uh, there's a lot of ways to go about it. Like you said earlier, you know, there's a lot of spam out there, but there are also a lot of people that are doing really good things in affiliate marketing that you wouldn't expect. Bloggers that are making money off of their blog with affiliate marketing. So we really treat outreach to new partners, to new affiliate partners, kind of like a sales funnel. You know, We have a full team um, of affiliate marketers who, one, is just building lists, right? Just building lists of prospective affiliate partners that um, are in tech, that possibly are, are in software talking about our brand is another big one. And we build these lists and treat them just like we do, you know, a regular sales funnel, we have the top of the funnel that we feed it into. And we work them down the funnel and try to close them. And
1: hold on, you're, you're, you're jumping to the date, I need some foreplay. So how do I find these people, though? Like, what are the places you guys are going to find them for AppSumo? And you know, to inspire other people and give others ideas?
0: Yeah, yeah. so we find quite a few um, off of YouTube.
1: Do you like search keywords? Like, how do you, how do you find them?
0: Yeah, keywords um, in the software space, uh, usually, you know, you can, you can use tools that, um, that will help you find influencers that are either really big followings that are not necessarily keyword based searches, but are more kind of like by following. So, you know, we really look for 20,000 and above as your YouTube subscribers that if, if you have enough subscribers, you're going to move some, some serious affiliate volume and, or you're doing it already for other programs.
1: And so you search keywords on YouTube. One thing that we talked about a little bit before, and I love what, you, what we're doing at, at AppSumo, our company, is just look at your customer base currently. And so one thing that you guys did, which I liked and you mentioned to me earlier, was if they've referred three people through King Sumo, you have an email to them? What is that?
0: You have an autoresponder, autoresponder. So we still have that, affiliate, or that referral program, and now we use it to feed the affiliate program. So if you've made three successful referrals, you get an autoresponder email saying, hey, we'd like you to join the affiliate program and, and you can make actual money. So that's definitely
1: a big one. I love it. So the thing just to highlight there is think about your current audience. Like, you know, you can make them your sales team. And I think a lot of people kind of miss out on that. So YouTubers who have an email list, and if, you know, if you're a YouTuber or a content creator, check out SendFox.com, by the way. It's totally free to, to start and grow an email list. Some of the other places that you guys have found affiliate partners, I'm gonna highlight a few. Facebook groups, Google keywords. You know, so the Facebook groups has been huge for us, but also Googling keywords that matter, relevant to your business and see which blogs matter. Two of the sites that you've mentioned, Nick, was Brand24 to find people that are just talking about you, I think that that was interesting. So find someone who's talking about you and now you're gonna incentivize them to go and talk about you more.
0: Exactly, yeah, they're, they're like warm leads for us and it's super easy because a lot of them are, are either tweeting about us or talking about us on their blogs and it's a very easy outreach because they usually are really stoked to hear from us.
1: One thing though with that that I always wonder is like, am I paying people who would talk about me anyways? Possibly,
0: possibly. Some are talking about us but not promoting the tools. So it's kind of taking them to that next level of advocating for your brand, I think.
1: I think there's something amazing with an affiliate program. I and mean, We're going to go more about how to find them, and we're going to go more about how to scale it and how to pay them and, and different things. But what if you know these people can make full time salary, full time living? Let's see, not even salary. He wants a salary, full time living off of you know being an affiliate partner, which I think we've been able to to do that, and you know that creates this amazing thing. Like think about how many people are writing and linking to Amazon and how much that's really grown their business.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's huge, and we do have a couple that have really grown into a legit income just from our program.
1: What are they doing? What's it like on the other side of the fence for someone who is, you know, an influencer of sorts or blogger or YouTuber and, and how are they making that money?
0: Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you mentioned the YouTubers. The reason why we like YouTube influencers is not just because you have a big following, but if you are already creating videos, chances are you can create software review videos very easily. And that's what we found. If you're in the tech space and you're creating review videos on, on anything, creating a video on a review of our tool is very easy for you to do. Uh, you have the audience already primed and you can make money off of it easily.
1: And then for them, it's like what they do is they send an email. So everyone should make sure they have an email list and then they put it out on YouTube and it kind of just generates for the money for them for, for some period of time. You said brand24.com to find brands talking about you, buzzsumo.com, which is not affiliated with us, to find trending content. Some of the other things that we've talked about in terms of finding affiliates is mixmax.com for following up. You know, I, I think one thing you said, and I'm just going to highlight it because I think it's so important for the audiences treat it like a sales process. If you're trying to sell your product, like you're trying to sell to affiliates. And, you know, following up, I use followup.cc or there's mixmax.com, which I think is great. I think there's other ones that you've talked about we can mention, which is like, look at Instagram, look at Twitter. You know, we talked about bloggers and keywords. And one thing I just do want to highlight, and I don't know the right answer, but there is actually this new world of influencer marketing is actually different than affiliate marketing.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. We do both. So, you know, both can be, I think, performance based, but the affiliates obviously are paid out on a monthly basis based on what they earn. And sometimes with our our brand influencers, they are paid up front. But to be honest, we start the conversation the same way. It's kind of like, hey, we love what you're doing and we want to support you. And then naturally the conversation either goes into, hey, like, yeah, you can become an influencer for us or, you know, you can make money with our affiliate program.
1: So maybe something that would be helpful is what is the subject line or messaging that you use to get their attention? Because, you know, as you get more attention, even myself with sharing our stories, I get more people hitting me up like, hey, do this, do that. Like, how do you, you know, get through to them?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the more personalized, the better, to be honest. The campaigns that we've run through Mixmax that were really general saying like, hey, you want to join our program? It just didn't work. So more personalized, meaning we're on your YouTube channel, we're watching your videos and we... Are saying, hey, like we love what you're doing, and we're not asking you for anything. We just want to support you. That oftentimes turns into a really cool conversation, and and they most of the time have heard of Absumo before, and, and it's a really
1: easy sell. I think the other thing is saying sponsoring. I've noticed whenever I've emailed someone, let me sponsor you. That's my subject line, like sponsoring your show, sponsoring your thing, because you know a lot of people are are asking. They're like, hey, can I have something? Instead, you're saying, let me send you money. And one thing you did say earlier, you don't really look at people who are doing competitor stuff. Is that true? you know we're we're definitely the
0: biggest player in the space so i don't really look at competitor programs that are maybe you know lifetime deal companies i kind of look at the space as a whole who are just the players in the space and and who would be interested in kind of partnering with us or who would be on, interested in in us sponsoring them
1: i think that's a really important part of just you know play your own game for us and for everyone it's not just the, oh we're the biggest and the baddest or the you know whatever it is it's just like focus on the things you can control i can't control facebook ads but you can control and now that we have 2000 people helping promote, that is something that is a little bit of a mode because that's taken a few years and, and a lot of understanding to get to. And, you know, our non-competitors copy all of this stuff, which is what want everyone to do. it. So maybe you can just highlight a few of the different types of affiliates because I think it'll give people some creativity. So I've talked about like where to find it, but maybe just name off and, and tell a bit of, about the different ones that are doing it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we talked about the YouTube influencers with big email lists. That's a big one for us.
1: You know, like the specific ones that you, you mentioned to me earlier.
0: So we have some entrepreneurs in the program that have pretty big blogs. We have one, Making Sense of Sense, which probably has 300,000 uh, email lists, and she's awesome. She has written a couple blog posts about us. And yeah, I mean, she also does affiliate marketing with other programs, Bluehost, things like that. But yeah, she does a lot of blogging. We have a lot of kind of like WordPress people in either YouTube or bloggers that are writing about WordPress tools, how to build a WordPress website. That aligns really well with our tools. We have a lot of them in the, in the store. And one other thing that I didn't mention earlier is Pinterest. Uh, we have a couple mompreneurs that we found through Pinterest that kind of wouldn't expect at the beginning would be a good place for prospective customers for us, but it's been really good. Mogul mom is one of them and she has over a hundred thousand views on Pinterest every single month. And so um, that's been really cool to partner with her.
1: Moms are the best, they're responsible. I love moms. Moms can rule the world. We need to just like moms, only moms. <laughs> So I think we've given a lot of different ideas, like search your Google keywords, look at your customers. That's the easiest one that everyone should be doing. Look at these different places. Find people who are kind of doing it on other products that might want to do yours. The best people that I've generally found in marketing are ones who haven't done it before because the value is different for them. And so you can get a better deal a lot of the time because it's like they're new to it. So how much should I pay them? Right, so let's talk maybe two to, uh, for different categories. So maybe I'm an e-commerce store, like you know I got my e-commerce store going, or maybe I'm a digital product. I'm either an ebook or I'm a SaaS product. You know, One thing we talked about is e-commerce, it's better to do a one-time payment or small percentage payment. And with SaaS, because it's recurring, keep giving them the recurring revenue. So maybe talk a little bit about the AppSumo journey with the affiliate payments, what we've made mistakes on and what we've learned.
0: Yeah, we've gone through a couple different payment models. And I think it's different for everybody. But uh, what we started off with was more of a tiered approach. And it was a percentage of commissions based on a tiered basically starting at 12% and then tiering up to 30%. So you get 12% of every sale that you refer to us. And uh, we had these tiers in place to kind of incentivize more promotion. I think what we found over time was two issues. One was we were paying out up to 30% for any sale that came to us, whether it was someone that was brand new or someone that had been purchasing with us for 10 years. So that was one problem is like, hey, how can we separate this into new? versus returning payments. The other problem was it was just kind of complicated. Trying to get new people into the program and explain this tiered system that had like seven different levels in it. I felt like I was like selling Herbalife or something like that. It was like an MLM.
1: And that was for any customer. They bring anyone, we paid them 12, up to 30%.
0: Exactly, exactly, up to 30%. And so we found, hey, like let's just simplify this. And then let's also incentivize this as more of an acquisition channel for us. So we can continue to grow, and it's, it's more healthy for the business. So the, commission structure that we landed on and we are on now is you get 100% up to $50 for any new customer that you send us, and then 10% for returning revenue. So anybody that has purchased before and then purchases it again, you get 10% of that.
1: And so one thing I want to highlight to the audience that I think is really important right here is you have to align their interests with the customer's interests with our interests. And what's happening, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that Most of the people were just promoting it to existing buyers who were already able to do our marketing to like one of the best things about affiliate is they're bringing in new audience, you're getting a new marketing team for you at no cost. And so we noticed that it was cannibalizing some of our existing marketing. And then this expanded it to say, hey, we're going to reward you for the thing we need help with, which is new people. And if you bring existing people, which we we love our sumo links, like, that's great, too. We're just not going to pay as much for that.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, that's a good point. And I think one thing that, that has really helped us in the outreach to recruit new people is that upfront payment. So you recruit someone new, you refer someone new to Absumo, and you get up to 100% of their their first transaction. So You can get $50 upfront, which is, I think, a really big incentive for someone to start promoting quickly and see that return quickly. I think the problem that I think a lot of SaaS founders that I talk to go into is like, hey, I'm going to do a percentage of the customer revenue for, let's say, six months or 12 months that the account is active. So if you're only giving 20% of a $50 a month tool, you're not getting that much money month to month and you have to wait six months for it to get paid out. So it's not really that incentivizing to you to, to wait that long. You want to get paid quickly and you want to get paid upfront. So if you're an e-commerce company or a SaaS company, I think how can you structure your program to make it make sense for your business. You don't want to go broke doing this, but you also want to give them enough money that they see payouts quickly.
1: It's interesting about incentives, right? People will do what you, you know, if you put it out there and it's worth it for them, but they'll also take advantage of it to, if they can, if there's loopholes in it. And so one thing that we've talked about a little bit is just understanding the economics of how to pay. And then we're going to talk about how to scale the affiliate program, which is really, really big. You know, one thing to, to highlight with that is, you know, you think about Bluehost, their servers are $4 but they pay $65 up front for a new sign up $65 per account and that's why you see all these bloggers having bluehost affiliate links and videos and things like that like here's who i host with and all that other stuff
0: and we have a lot of affiliates in our program that they're also affiliates of bluehost and they pay out i think over 5 million dollars a year just in their affiliate program so this is their their biggest marketing channel and they understand their economics you know even though they're they're only a $4 a month service they understand if they can hook a new customer, they're going to stay around a while. And they have crunched the numbers and, and said, "Hey, we can pay out sixty-five dollars per account. That's how much it's worth to us." And they've been able to scale it successfully.
1: One of the things that we talked about is just understanding your economics, right? So if you're going to try to do an affiliate program, and I think what a lot of people do is pray that that's going to fix their business, it won't. If your business sucks, the affiliate doesn't fix that. It just your marketing will suck too because your business sucks. And I think what's interesting there though is just understanding the economics. I think one of the things you said that that was interesting to me is how we targeted our economics which you know we we had to align it better to what we wanted which is new customers so we changed it from 30% to any customer to 10% and higher upfront to new customers but the other thing is we're targeting a break even of 30 days tell me the thought behind that
0: so yeah i mean i think this is kind of what we were talking about earlier of of how you can make this a healthy channel for your business and for us we have said okay we want to try to break even with new customers that we're bringing in within 30 days. And that allows us to go and spend more to get more of these customers. I think the issue is if you try to wait too long or you say, hey, I think I can get paid out in three months or six months, I can break even. It ends up being a lot of risk to your business. And if something goes wrong, if a big crisis hits and you have to scale back a lot of your spend, then you're in a bigger hole than you know, the thing than you bargained for. So getting paid back quickly or at least getting to break even quickly allows you to take on lower risk and scale the program more.
1: And so now that they've got their program, right? So they've maybe have some software, which is not as important as finding the people and then, you know, figuring out how much to pay them. You can, you know, that you can evolve that. The big thing at that point though, is how the hell do you scale it? And when you message this big change of the payments, how did you guys structure that so that people didn't get pissed off?
0: Well, I mean, I think some inevitably would get pissed off. Doesn't matter what you change. Because like we said, a lot of people are making money off of this. And whenever you mess with someone's money, in any way they, they don't like it. But I think what we try to do is, like you said, align it with the customer's goals, so with our partner's goals, but also Absumo's goals. So if both things are aligned, if the affiliates are promoting and they're happy, and it's also you know makes good business sense for Absumo, then then I think it's gonna go well. So, you know, for us, it was making sure that hey, like we want to continue paying, we want to pay out more, right? We we don't want to pay out, we want to pay out more. But we also want this to be a bigger acquisition channel. We want more customers, not just, like you said, return customers. So um, so that was, I think, big for us is making sure that the upside to the payments is there. But at the same time, it, it makes sense for AppSumo.
1: Okay. So let's go to the scale stuff, man. People love this. Like, What I love about newbies is they're always like, how do you scale it? And I'm like, you don't even have any customers, dog. But for those people that do, let's walk through some of the, the ways that you guys have scaled to 2,000 people. One thing I wanted to highlight, and I, I was kind of... Digging into it on you when we first got going with uh, organizing this is. I just want to break down these numbers. If we email a bunch of people, YouTube influencers, Twitter's and screamers, I just this is a stuff that's actually really interesting. Twenty four percent reply to the cold outreach. So let's take a hundred people. Of a hundred people, twenty four respond, and of the twenty four that are in, respond, only forty percent actually make a sale. So that's basically ten people, and then of the ten people, only five percent or five end up making actual significant revenue for themselves and then for the business. And so I really like sharing stuff like benchmarks like that, because it, it gives people hope. It gives people the belief like, oh, shit, I, I'm not getting this response. It's like out of the 2000 only, I think you were telling me 5% make up 80% of our revenue.
0: Yeah. And I think that's that's true for a lot of affiliate programs is you have your guys that really take to your brand or your product and start doing really well. And those are the guys that you know you want to cultivate and find more of. But you're absolutely right. This is kind of goes back to the sales funnel is that you have to understand your numbers. It's not going to be reaching out to 10 people and, and all of them are going to join your program because it's not just enough to close them into your program and get them signed on. Because if I reach out to 10 and I say, hey, like these you know, three guys, they're in your program. Well, now they have to go out and actually start promoting your deals or promoting your software or, or your product. And so that takes an extra level of incentivizing and an extra level of activation.
1: All right. So let's go through the affiliate program. So now that they know some of the benchmarks, how do you get them onboarded? And then what are the things, what do you need to do to scale this program? Like walking through some of the high level stuff that people need to be doing?
0: Yeah. So like I said earlier, we have over 2000 active affiliates in the program and we regularly communicate with them. I think that's something that's been really important as we scale. It's something we do every single week. We send out weekly prospectus emails, which is kind of like a recap of all the deals that we launched the previous week any new stuff that we have, the hot sellers, any freebies that we have, any new courses. So every single week, we email them.
1: One thing, just take a step back on it. You said, do you guys do an onboarding thing? Tell me about that. Because I think that's something that probably is missed by a lot of people in an affiliate program.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, like I said earlier, you know, just because you get them signed into your program or you know signed into whatever platform you're on, it doesn't mean that they're going to be promoting. So we have a kind of a series of emails, kind of welcome emails that go out that have video recordings of how to access your links, how to be successful in your first promotion. Uh, We have links on how to access all the creative that we upload into Impact. So we do different kinds of banner ads. We do email templates, email headers, everything that we would do in our regular ads and promotion, we give to them.
1: All right. So you do onboarding, you have weekly emails. And I I think that's just one thing I want to highlight is that you have to keep communicating with them. You know, When I think of an affiliate program, personally, I think about setting it up, I launch it, and then I can just go get rich. It's not always that easy, is it? It doesn't work like that. I know, but I, want, I really wanted to. <laughs> so you guys do weekly email, which I think is really valuable. And I think that's probably underrated by a lot of people out there. They're not actually like putting in that, that level of work. All right. So weekly email, and then a few other things. I think you do a few other things that are really interesting. Keep going.
0: Yeah. One of the, the best things I think we've done is running regular uh, bonus promotions. So uh, this has come in a lot of different forms for us, but one of the most successful ones has been kind of like a top producer program or a top producer contest that was probably most successful was last Black Friday for us. We gave out $7,000 in cash prizes to 10 different people with the winner getting $2,000. And that kind of came in the form of like a bonus payment that we transferred directly to their account from Impact. So that was super successful. Another one we did was new buyer bounties. So we gave an extra $25 for every new customer that you send us over a period of time. That was really cool. We've also done our referral bonus programs where if you bring another affiliate onto the program that starts producing, we pay you a cash bonus. That was really cool. And that was not necessarily a customer one, that was more of an outreach. You get more successful affiliates in the program. Done monthly producer ones where you know for over 30 days, whoever generates the most revenue gets $2,000. Um, that was a really cool one. We also did one most recently with AppSumo's 10th anniversary back in April, where we did basically, I think it was a a week-long, basically, promotion where we gave out cash bonuses to, uh, I think it was $200 to 20 people over the course of the week that produced the most. Um, And that was really cool for us to do. But that, to be honest, has been something that the affiliates have responded probably the best to is like, hey, on top of your current promotions on top of your current payouts, we're doing this kind of limited promotion. You can get paid even more.
1: Oh, I like that. All right. So I'm just going to highlight these top producer over Black Friday, new buyer bounties, referrals, monthly top producer. If you generate over this much, you get free tools that you include them in all of our special promotions. Is there anything that have not worked in motivating these people?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think some of the promotions, ones that we've run that you know, that maybe just be part giving out credits instead of cash. That's like, Hey, like we, you get $20 in credits. That's why they came on to the affiliate program in the first place from the referral program. Like they want cash and they want a lot of it. So I think anything that is kind of taking them backwards is didn't really work for us.
1: That's interesting. Uh, there's a few other things uh, that have worked. I, you know, I think this is one of the, that's one of the things that this promotion stuff where I got to go to the Playboy mansion. Did ever tell you that story?
0: No, you didn't. I didn't get an invite.
1: Bro, when you guys hit that eight figure number, we go to the Playboy mansion. <laughs> But it was from, it was actually from a promotion in my last company. The way that they ran it was that we were doing some affiliate stuff for Facebook games. It's a whole longer story. But if you were the top, one of the top three affiliates, you got to go to the Playboy Mansion. And so we worked our asses off to get it. And yeah, the contest worked, but I don't think that's something that people recognize or they don't do it every month or as regular as you guys are doing. No,
0: yeah, I think the regularity is important because I think it, it keeps people engaged. It keeps that buzz in your program versus running it like once a year
1: you know, a lot of our mind is about recency. And so we want to try to do the things, weekly emails, contests, things like that, where of all the things other people have going on, how do we help make sure that we can prioritize the things we got going on? So you had two other things in scaling that I wanted you to highlight?
0: Yeah. So one of the ones that I mentioned earlier was marketing materials. So just like we do our creative for our Facebook campaigns or display campaigns, we have custom creative that we design for the affiliate program. And that comes in the form of banner ads. So if affiliates are using the banners that we create on their own website or even the ad networks that they advertise on has been really popular. And those are static images. Those are GIFs, videos, email headers have been really good. Anything that that is kind of like a cut and paste that they can easily import into MailChimp or whatever other ESP they might be using. We also give one email copy that works for us in our own deal emails. We give to the affiliates, say, Hey, like, if you run this, you know, this has worked for us, like go do it yourself. So that's been really good. I mentioned the videos and anything really that can help empower your affiliates and, and make it as easy as possible to promote your brand. But that's work for us.
1: I call it lubricating. You got to lubricate it to make it easy, man. Like if you're trying to do, get them to do something, give them the text and give them those things so that they will do it. Yes. And then you have to give the, you know, I call it the taco. So the taco and the the stick so that they're incentivized to get that reward. And then the last thing you were talking about is about how many people... It's active, right? This is something that was actually a little surprising to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we have four people running the program right now. And that's been the the most important thing, I think, for scale of our program. One person is dedicated just for finding new affiliates. So just for outreach, building the lists, running the Mixmax campaigns. We have two people that are on support. So a program that's our size, there are a lot of people writing in that, you know, they can't find their link or something is wrong with their billing. So that requires a lot of management. We have two people doing that. And one team lead. That oversees everything. So it's definitely evolved over the years. And it was just me running it for a while. And and I think bringing on new people that can manage the program, um, but can also grow the program and new affiliates has been probably the biggest key to unlock the growth for us.
1: But I think that's something that people don't realize. You know, and it, it started as a part time thing. Like, I think I set up King Sumo and then I set up iDev Direct. Or I'm not taking credit. I don't know who did it, actually. I think I'm not I sure. It's Chris Shelsey,
0: actually. I think you set it up
1: originally. Chris I iDev Direct. Yeah, I think we copied iDev Direct for Sumo. And then it was just like, hey, this thing is working. You know, I think that's one of the things we've had a lot of success with our company where I always want to do new stuff and you guys just do the stuff that works. And you guys are like, hey, this stuff is working. Let's scale it out. And I think you guys, you and Eamon and, uh, the team have done really amazing, Skelzi and, and all the people. So some of the warnings, you know, as I said, you know, the original title of the show was about how all affiliate marketers are scammers. You know, it's not that. It's just that I think that that's the representation. I mean, people do come in and they try to fuck with it. Yeah,
0: yeah, they do. And, you know, they're not all scammers for sure, but there are quite a few of them out there. And they'll try to get into your program, you know, by any means necessary. So you can't let everybody in. It's just the reality of it. We, we actually turn down about 30 percent of the incoming applications that come in, which is pretty high, and you know it's very clear guidelines on you know, what we expect out of websites or web presences to get into the program. If it's irrelevant content or if it's spammy in any way, um, or you don't have a web presence at all, you probably will not get into the program. And so if you make these expectations clear and the guidelines clear up front, you know, I think it makes it easier on your life. But yeah, expect to not let everybody in, especially as you start to grow the program.
1: If I go and sign up for your guys' program today, the AppSumo Affiliate program, and we'll put the link in the description probably on the site as well, how long does it take for me to get live?
0: Um, you can do it pretty quickly. So, you know, signing up for your, your application, you obviously have to put all of your, um, your billing details, tax information in there because we do release payments directly, either, you know, direct deposit or PayPal.
1: But is it like a day? Is it an hour? Do I have to wait? Yeah, you can do to- it in a day.
0: You can do it in a day.
1: Well, I was just trying to give people an example of how long it should take so that they have some baseline.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it, it depends on the program. But for us, you know, we have so many different kinds of software that we release every single week. You know, they, they can get their application done in a day and sometimes we'll wait a couple days to kind of see what deals or what software tools their audience might like. So some know beforehand and come in with the expectation, like, hey, I want to promote this, like, let me into the program. So let them in and then within, you know, an hour of their application, they're they're sending out their links.
1: I love it. Two other things I wanted to, or two, three other things I want to highlight, just warnings for people before we go into the final thing, which is the next level in affiliate marketing. Number one is exclusivity. So we talked about don't let anyone in. We reject 30% of people. Number two is exclusivity where, and I'm just going to go through these, is that you guys require exclusivity that they won't be promoting competitive companies. And I love that. People are like, well, you're up It's like, well, we all started somewhere. And I, and I think you could do that in, in some realm to make it worth it for those people. Next up is competing against you. This is something where I've been angry with our affiliate program at times because I love these people. But some of them, I'm like, well, we're paying you to run ads against us. So I I don't want to give any black and white rules, but I want people to at least be aware. You want them to be in expanding your marketing presence, not cannibalizing it. And I think you just have to check the Facebook groups. You have to check the Google ads. You have to check how they're actually doing it. And you you said something earlier, which is really strong, which is what's their web presence? Because if they have no web presence, it's probably shady. If it's in a dark form, it's probably shady. And then the last thing, and this is something that we did recently, which I was really proud of, where a lot of times you look at your affiliate program and you say, we made a million dollars and we paid up 500000 and so we made 500000 And I really like what we did recently where Nick pulled together the numbers. And it's not that we made 500000 it's 500000 minus the 50000 or so we have to pay the software, minus part of Nick's salary, because not, you're not full-time on that stuff, but you help run it, plus the people that are on it. Plus like, you know, processing fees and then that's profit. And I think the one thing I want to just highlight there is that there's a difference of the value against the cost. So really being aware of that versus just, I think sometimes if you're making a lot of money, it doesn't matter. But I think to scale, you have to understand some of these basic economics in the business. So we had a conversation about all this stuff earlier today, and then you got offline and were like, holy fuck, I'm hella excited about affiliate marketing. Like this is even going to be bigger. Maybe walk through the future and, and that next level of affiliate marketing. what got you so jazzed up.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think just, you know, over the last year, the growth that we have seen with the program has been super exciting for me and and bringing on new people to, to manage the program has kind of allowed me to think of different ways to grow it. So to be honest, I think that there is a lot of meat left on the bone here. And I think, you know, we, I would like to become, you know, the biggest, best affiliate program in the world. and And instead of doing You know the kind of one-dimensional outreach that we have been doing where one person is spending hours building these lists and reaching out to these people. It's kind of trading hours for signups. It's like, hey, how can you become a brand as a program and actually attract new affiliates uh, and new people organically? And that kind of gives you more control over everything within your program. And there's tons of ways to do that. One thing that I would love to do this year if they hold it, but the affiliate summits, there's four big ones around the country and going there, sponsoring it talking to affiliates and, and just building the brand, getting the word out and, you know, building it that way instead of kind of from the ground up, which is just kind of the cold outreach.
1: You mind if I make some suggestions? Love it. All right. So I ask permission because sometimes I'm like, I don't want your fucking opinion, man. A few ideas. So one, why don't you just hit up Affiliate Summit now and see if you can email their list and sponsor it? So instead of waiting for the actual con- and those guys aren't making any money because they're waiting for their event. And so that's number one. Like I would hit up Affiliate Summit today and just be like, yo, number two, How often are you bringing together all your affiliate partners to kind of like powwow? I thought where you're going with it is that you're going to do your own sumo-ling partner meetup. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, that would be cool as fuck. Like, instead of going to an affiliate summit, call it Sumo Summit, the Sumo Partner Summit. And I think that would be cool. Do an online one to see if that's something that is beneficial, because I'm sure you could actually teach people, like, here's how this mompreneur is rich as fuck. Here's how this dadpreneur who's a broke ass could get rich. No one cares about the dads. I can say that because I'm a guy. Yeah, I can say that shit. So I thought that that was really interesting. I think that the last piece I would really consider, I love that you're thinking, how do we become the number one program for these people? How do we become the number one source of revenue, right? If you look at, you know, Blue Hose, they're the number one. So people make a lot of effort. So I think that I was thinking about in business is that, you know, instead of the hunted, we're hunting all the time. We are hunting. How do you farm? How do you start becoming the magnet? So the people who are out there that have an audience, MHKB, is that his name? MHQKB, I don't know what his name is. But the next level, or even the small level, starting to come to us automatically. And and it's just more us fielding it. And so I I think planting those seeds is like, have we put out on our blog, these mompreneur stories? You know, that's a cool story. Like mompreneur makes $60,000 a year doing what? And then the story is about how she's an AppSumo partner. Maybe that's better than the affiliate word, but I'm saying plant more seeds out there so that it's a magnet and attracting and farming versus all the, the hunting that we're doing.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: That's amazing. Nick Christensen, AppSumo. 2020. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks for doing this. Is a, it's epic. I, I think for a lot of people out there, I've always thought of affiliates as scammers. And the reality is that there's a way that it's very profitable and a great way to scale a business, especially if you don't have a lot of people and you don't have a lot of money and you want to grow out your business. Absolutely. So all right, brother, you take care. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you love the episode as much as I did. If you did go check out appsumo.com for all of your entrepreneur needs, whether you're starting your journey or you are at the end of your journey. Hopefully you're not at the end. And next, text a friend you'll love him. Yo, dog, let's go do some business together. And before you go, tweet at me, at Noah Kagan. I love hearing what you guys thought of this episode. It makes my day when you guys let me know about it. Also, remember to go subscribe to my email list. You're probably already on it, so you can skip this part. But if you're not, I put my best tips into a single short email each and every week and exclusive content just for email subscribers. That's sendfox.com slash Noah, sendfox.com slash Noah. And speaking of sendfox, if you don't have any business, if you are been wanting to get on the entrepreneur journey, Go to SendFox.com. It's a free newsletter. Start your newsletter today. Build up your tribe, your community. So whenever you want to do that business game, you have an audience that's already ready. SendFox.com. And final special shout outs to my amazing team. I can't do this without them. Jason at PodcastTech.com for always doing these podcasts. He's so reliable. Two, thank you, David, Mitchell, Jeremy, and Jen from the Dork Team for all the magic y'all perform. And finally, big, big thank you to Nick Christensen from this episode. Uh, We've been doing this for a while, my man. I appreciate all that you've been contributed to the company and sharing your knowledge in this episode. Thank you so much, man. Have a sunny day. What's your favorite marketing channel?